everyone, it's Mr. Charlton here, and this is Audio Story 170. Now, the next story is for a little boy called Levi. Hello, Levi, and he has asked for the tale of Jack Frost. Are you ready? Okay, let's begin. The Tale of Jack Frost by David Melling. It was a crisp and frosty morning. (laughs) Woodwind and Waffle were out collecting snow beetles when they found a boy, a real boy, asleep in the snow. They hopped around in circles. What to do? What to do? They squeaked. Shadows came bobbing and gliding towards them from every direction. Unicorns and woodhoppers and beezles appeared. Owls and magpies and skitlets dropped from bending branches. Funny-looking creatures peered around from each other. And even the trees shuffled forward for a better look. Cowslip, a tall and gentle creature with hairy knees, spoke first. Oh, what shall we do with him? he asked. The unicorn stepped forward. Oh, we are in danger, he said. When he came in and where he came in, others will follow. But Woodwind and Waffle were hopping again. Uh, Too cold, Uh, too cold, they cried. He needs our help. Cowslip agreed. He prepared an ointment and bathed the boy's eyes. Slowly, the boy awoke. They asked him many questions, but he remembered nothing, not even his name. They all taught the boy what they knew. He mixed raw and rare potions and unusual soups. His favourite was worm juice surprise. He was quick to understand magic and he was very good with snail glue. But his skin was snow white and always ice cold. Whatever he touched for more than a few moments turned to frost. And so the creatures named him Jack Frost. Only the unicorn remained nervous. Oh, something bad will happen, he snorted. And before long, it did. Now, in the dark valley, with its curling mist, there lived many thick, stubby creatures with green, oily skin. They were... Goblins. They smelled of boiled cabbage and liked to make rude noises just for fun. Clever, they were not. When they heard that Jack Frost, a real boy, had been shown the magic of the enchanted forest, they were furious. Goblins believed that the magic should be theirs, and only theirs. Now the forest was open. This was their chance. That night, Jack Frost was playing with a friendly pack of bing-bong bandy legs. They were large animals, but they scared easily. Indeed, at the first sign of danger, they would roll on their backs and pretend to be asleep. 
So when a goblin stumbled across Jack Frost with a bunch of snoring creatures, he stuffed him into a sack and scurried off back to the goblin's lair. Oh my goodness, this is not good news for Jack Frost. King Gobbledygook plucked Jack from the sack. He was surrounded by cabbage-smelling goblins. Oh, hello, said Jack bravely, and touched the royal dimply nose. (coughs) Squealed the king. He's freezing! We want the magic! 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 Roared the goblins. I'll do the shouting, snapped King Gobbledygook. He turned to Jack. You're going to tell us how to get this magic, he said. And there'll be trouble and you'll be in it. The other goblins sniggered. (laughs) Oh, that's easy, said Jack. Every night, the sun goes to sleep in a lake by the forest. It is full of magic and easy to catch. said the goblins. They were impressed. But if I show you how to catch the sun, you must promise never to go in the enchanted forest, said Jack. Oh, yes, they said, giggling and nudging each other in the ribs. Yeah, Jack, we promise. We really, really promise. Jack knew they were lying, but he had an idea. The goblins followed Jack to the lake. They were very excited. First, you must make a circle around the lake, said Jack. Now look into the lake and tell me what you see. The goblin stared. Nothing. Then a small goblin, who had medals for thinking, sprang to his feet. I see water! Water! He shouted. No, said Jack and pointed at the reflection of the moon. Look, there is the sun. He dipped his finger into the lake. With wide eyes, the goblins gawked as a thin film of frost crept and crackled and glistened across the lake. In moments, it had turned to ice. Very thick ice. Well, The goblins were delighted. They lifted the frozen sun and ran off. They didn't even say thank you. But by the time they reached the stone tower, the ice had melted and the sun had gone. All they had were wet hands. We've been tricked, growled King Gobbledygook. With screams of rage, they raced back to Jack. Jack had been making magic ice puddles with snail glue when he heard an angry, slippy noise. Squink, dunk, squink, dunk, squink, dunk. As soon as the goblins touched the ice puddles, they froze. Within moments, there were frozen goblins everywhere. Jack skipped to the ice statues and gave them a frosty sunflower. Here you are, he laughed. This is your sun. These sunflowers will warm you up and set you free. 
This is the only magic you will see tonight. <laughs> the goblins could only stare with stiff grins and chattering teeth because they were really, really cold. <laughs> Woodwind and Waffle rushed to meet Jack. No more goblins, no more goblins, no more goblins, they sang. We must celebrate at once, said the unicorn, who could see how brave Jack had been. Everyone cheered with delight. Three cheers for Jack Frost, a pip, hooray, a pip, hooray, a pip, hooray. All night there was music, magic and worm juice surprise. Jack was so happy he tingled all over. He could feel himself getting lighter and lighter and lighter. Then he was flying. Jack never did remember his past, but at last he knew where he belonged. And the goblins, well, they are still looking for the magic and they are still very grumpy. But boys and girls, that is what goblins are like. The end. I hope you enjoyed the story and I will see you again very, very soon on Mr. Chelton's Audio Stories. Bye, bye, bye.